For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Don't settle for an old Gmail address. Show your true colours with your personalised at ToonArmy.com email address to use in-app or on the web. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. I went to Bladen Races, was on the 9th of June. 2 Hello and welcome to CHN Radio, a part two of NUFC Moments. I'm your host Greg Troxel, and with me is the best damn host in the land, Elijah Newsom. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. We're, we're back at it. We're back at it. And for this one, we are talking about the goal heard around the world. We were just talking about that and being cliche, so why not say it? Yeah. Uh, it was Alan Shearer breaking the club's record holder, Jackie Milburn's 200 goal mark by scoring his 201st to become the all-time leading goal scorer at Newcastle. Um Let's let's get into this one. So it was Shear ended up being Shearer's last year. So something that he was going for, like hitting that that two hundred one, was was a big thing for him. Being a hometown guy and um, you know knowing that there's not many more years left in his knees. So uh, this this is a pretty important one. It was a unglamorous opponent opponent in Portsmouth, but uh, it was an incredible day. Newcastle won two nothing, and Alan Shearer got his goal, and to do it in the Gallagate, celebrating, and it was a pretty nifty goal. And we'll we'll talk about this. Like, uh, Amiomi, I almost said uh, Sammy Amiomi. Sammy oh, Amiomi. that would have been wild. If Shola Amiomi's <laughs> uh, heel like back heel kick to play Shearer on to score the goal. That's what I'm talking about. Like, more mm, of that. Please. Delicious. Yes. Uh, but as we'll joke about, Shearer didn't mind celebrating with him. It was his moment, anyway, with the fans um, and celebrating being their record goal scorer. Um, so we'll start it off with the Athletics' Chris Woff. And make sure if you – well, one, if you haven't subscribed to the Athletics, shame on you. We're, we're a pro-athletic podcast. We, we um, have been. I'd say we were probably the first – Pro athletic podcast for Newcastle fans. <laughs> yeah, I think we we're just making uh, making Could be. waves in the industry over here. <laughs> but fo- follow Chris at Chris D H Woff, and that's spelled W A U G H. Uh, so we'll cut to him and get his take on Shearer breaking the record. For every Newcastle fan who watched Alan Shearer over the previous nine and a half years that he'd been at the club since he'd arrived in, the, in that world record fee. I don't think anyone really comprehended that over the course of, of the decade that he would be at Newcastle that he would break Jackie Milburn's record and get beyond the, the, the 200 goal mark which had stood since the 50s. Shearer was a phenomenal striker but he was he was already in his mid-20s before he arrived at Newcastle and 
in fact, his best goal-scoring seasons were at Blackburn when he won the title and just before then. But just for consistency to regularly score between 20 and 30 goals over such a long period, he had knee injury after knee injury as well at Newcastle. He had some serious injuries, which if he hadn't had, you just have to imagine how many goals he could have got. But he was going to retire initially in 2005. He decided he got convinced to stay on another year by Graham Souness. Partly, I think he did that because he wanted to break that record. And it was quite a, it was quite a long gap before he got the 200th. And then between the 200th and the 201st, and I remember that game against Portsmouth specifically, and, and the ball gets played forward, and, and, and Shola does his little flick and, and plays Shearer through on goal. And what I love most about that is that when there's these iconic moments, Shearer's volley against Everton, Papi Cisse's wonder strike against Chelsea, that 201st goal, it's Shola Amiobi who always gets the assist. So he needs credit in these as well. In this as well, but but just the the elation and the relief you saw in Shearer's face when he goes through on goal, puts it into the goalkeeper, runs to to the strawberry corner and, and celebrates, and knows that he has put himself into history. And I can never see that record being broken. That was such a special, special moment, and it's something that for a club that doesn't win anything, that hasn't won anything since 1969, hasn't won anything domestically since 1955. To have a living legend, to have someone who has broken that record and can and would always be in the history books now as Newcastle United's record goal scorer, that was a special moment. Shearer realised it and the whole of the city realised it and it was something that I think every single Geordie wanted to happen. Yeah. Is there any sort of goal that you can, uh, you can remember either seeing or watching um, in your years kind of covering the club that kind of sparked... S- as much of a reaction as Shearer's record-breaking goal. Um, anything, I mean, I know people were going bananas for when Jonas scored to keep us up, but, I mean, Do you is mean there anything that could even Shearer? compare? Outside of Shearer, yeah. Okay. Outside of Shearer, I'd say probably the one goal I can think of would be Craig Bellamy's against Feyenoord in, in, in the Champions League, just in terms of importance. Um, obviously in terms of history it wasn't the same as Alan Shearer's but for Newcastle in that game at Feyenoord they'd lost the first three matches in, in the group stage of the Champions League they were good. They came back and they, they beat Juventus they beat Dinamo Kiev and they went to Feyenoord looking to be the first team ever to go through having lost those first three matches and they, they were tuning up they threw it away it went, it went to twos each and you thought this Newcastle aren't going to have this moment they're not going to have this night and then Bellamy from that tight angle gets the ball it kicks it in off the goalkeeper and the just elation both in Europe. I mean, I was back home in, in Newcastle at the time. I wasn't actually in Feyenoord, but just the reaction from Newcastle fans, it was before the age of social media, but just the buzz in the city for the rest of that week and for, for, for a long period of time afterwards, the, the back pages of all the newspapers, that was such a huge moment that Newcastle United had managed to do this, to come back and get through to the win the last 16 of the Champions League. So that's the closest I think I can probably think of in terms of that historic moment but I still don't think it quite eclipses the Shira tuned in first just because we all know that will always be there in history as the time that he broke the record all right thanks Chris uh yeah pretty incredible moments and like just you know Chris was there in you know in Newcastle experiencing what it was like the the buzz of the city everyone wanted this to happen um, and I, I, some other thing I have is some quotes, always good for some good quotes from Jack Milburn, Jackie's grandson. Um, and he talks 
about what it was like to have Alan Shearer break his his dad's or sorry, why did I say grandson? He is his son. Oh, <laughs> Jackie Milburn's son, Jack. <laughs> there we go. I got that. I got Jackie that Milbur- Bil- Milburn's father, Jacob. <laughs> um, and he said to compare my dad and Shearer is like trying to predict whether Muhammad Ali would beat Mike Tyson. But one thing is for sure, they would have made for a great fantasy football partnership. <laughs> dad wasn't as physical as Allen, but he was catch me if you can quick and scored most of his goals from 20 or 30 yards. They would have complimented complimented each other well. Um, Jackie's widow, Laura, was also happy to see this goal. Um, he he added that mom shared a few t- shed a few tears, not because she didn't want Alan to break the record, just because it brought back so many good sentimental memories. And then uh, he added, which I think is pretty fun, uh, dad won three FA Cups in the 1950s, so he wouldn't mind losing the club's goal record. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just speaking of long range bangers i don't know this is probably like old news at this point but there's this video floating around about the 2000 the de- december like of that i think it's actually december of like 06 um uh, yeah i think it was december of 06 uh like goals of, goals of the month uh uh like contest from the premier league it's mm-hmm. just like all these long ranges absolute bangers just yeah. absolutely insane so uh just type that in on twitter and, and you know, watch it for Jackie. Yeah, uh, a cool quote from Alan Shearer after the match. He spoke to Lee Ryder. Uh, oh, he said, "I wouldn't care whether this goal was a free kick, penalty, tap in, left foot or right foot. When you get this age, you cannot be choosy. Uh, this age is thirty-five years old, <laughs> which yeah. I am four years from. So, getting to that age, but it was an amazing day." Um, 2006 when was it It was february of 2006 uh so let's now hear warren's take warren wasn't on the team at this time but he uh still kept in touch with the team i mean he was less than a year removed so uh this is warren barton's take on alan breaking the record yeah i mean for for alan's uh, point of view, it was a massive milestone for him to break War Jackie's record, and uh, it's something that had been uh, around for some time, obviously. And the, we all know about the status of uh, of the great number nines that have played for Newcastle and Allen. That was one of the points that he wanted to wear the number nine shirt. Being a local boy, um, ha- turning the likes down of Manchester United, Barcelona, you know, the list goes on and on and on. The clubs that he could have gone to at the time but he wanted to play for Newcastle and then to go through everything that he did with the injury to his ankle and you know being so close in cup finals and playing uh, you know big big games for the club to break the record and doing it at home at the Gallagher end was a was a massive moment for him you know although I, I wasn't involved in the club anymore uh, I was involved in his testimonial and obviously kept in contact with him and it was only a matter of time before he was going to break it um, but he was pleased that it was at that end wearing the famous black and white shirt uh, and doing it at home. So uh, I think everything falls into fate for Alan um, and no one deserves it more than him because he was uh, an incredible player, an incredible leader uh, and he deserves all the FLA he can get. And that back heel flick. Gotta love that one. <laughs> Amiobi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's uh, getting it. But I mean, that's one thing that's happened at the moment with all the you know, what's going on in the world. People are reminiscing and looking and, and, and seeing these landmarks that are a bit of history. 
uh, and can take a bit more time and appreciate what it was. But yeah, you, that sort of got outlooked a little back hill that Amiobi did and to set him up. And But Allenby and Allen didn't celebrate with Amiobi. He ran to the corner for himself with his hand up in the air. So <laughs> <laughs> that just that just shows you. And then he probably said to uh, Sholo afterwards, well, you're meant to do that anyway. But it was a, yeah, it was a bit of class from a, a very underrated player, Amiobi. I mean, he got a bit of stick from the fans, but I, he was a very, very good player in my opinion. Thank you, Warren. Um, Elijah, what do you, I mean, just anytime somebody breaks like a, a record and it's a hometown guy, like that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. How many uh, Atlanta Falcons players have done something like, oh, wait, never mind. I hate you, dude. <laughs> oh, I was literally going to bring, you know what I was going to bring up was actually when Drew Brees, this was last season or the season before, he, <laughs> he broke like the NFL like, career touchdown record for a quarterback. And, mm-hmm. and it was against the Falcons. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was definitely against the Falcons. And it was at it was in uh, it was in Louisiana. And it's just like the emotion that was just going through that crowd was super dope. But I've definitely seen some record breaking stuff at, with the Falcons. Like I remember when, um, like Julio's broken a couple franchise records and Matt's broken a couple franchise records. So no, I've yeah, seen those have. happen. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's cool. This is but a nothing. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's a different scale because I think, especially like when you compare, I think records in soccer or football are just way harder to break, especially when it comes to goals because you have to be so good for so long in order to 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 break these records because just the opportunities aren't there. Like you know, if you're an NFL quarterback, especially in this day and age, you're throwing the ball, you know, thirty times a game for ten yards plus, so you're going to be breaking a lot of different types of records. But you know. Football hasn't evolved to consistently having, you know, matches where there's eight, nine, ten goals being scored between each side. Like, they're still very much so two, three goals a match. And, you know, to even score one of those on a consistent basis, you know, a goal every other match is, is like, one of the best strikers in the Premier League. So, yeah, it's it's insane that Allen was able to, one, play for so long in the position where, you know, you don't really see a lot of guys being productive um, in their later years, and then able to to break records is is insane, and still, like just all time Premier League leading scorer. He's just he's still like one of the goats because he's the goat. No, he is the goat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, cool. Well, that will conclude our sheer breaking the record moment. Uh, to go vote, as a reminder, follow at Tune Polls on Twitter. And uh, you can you can get his polls that he's posted up, and uh, get a good idea and decide who you think should be, or not who. What do you think should be the greatest moment in Newcastle history? Also, give us a follow. I'm at nufc underscore Greg. Elijah is at Elijah underscore Newsom, and this podcast is chn underscore Radio underscore Gang. Uh, so underscore that could, <laughs> under. Underscore gang. Um, that concludes this podcast underscore episode. Um, we'll get the third one for you. Just just keep it going. Keep it rolling. We'll yeah. be back shortly. Yeah. See you guys. Of course. <laughs> Love you guys. Dark at St. James's Park, if the Gallagher's end in the rain, I'm coming home.
to be a Jody and to live in Jody land. Some people think we're body and we're hard to understand. And they say it's just self-pity and we're not so very tough. Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it tough as rough. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. Walk the streets all day, I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home Then I miss the old blind busker who stands at Phoenix door he plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names Like Linda Swan in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gateshead Games I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again Brave the darkness in James's Park in the Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home, Newcastle You can keep your London wine I'd walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home, Newcastle I might as well have been in jail Walk the streets all day, I'll meet for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again, I'll brave the darkest in James's Park in the Gallagher's end.